is a needed Become, become the pulse of the revolution In the ranks of the masses rising Get up, get up, your voices are needed Become, become the pulse of the revolution In the ranks of the masses rising Greetings everyone This is a call to actions Today is June 14th, 2021 Coming to you live from our studio Today is a, is a special interview as uh, we have Kimberly Schultz in the studio. Uh, we're coming to you live from a calltoactions.com and you can receive those notifications usually through rumormillnews.com. That'll kind of be our, our live audiences. Rumormillnews.com. All the agents uh, in Rumor Mill News and the viewers there. We are also podcasted on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Player FM, and all kinds of other podcast networks. So wherever you get your podcast, just subscribe to A Call to Actions, or just go to our website, acalltoactions.com, and all of our podcasts are there. So yes, today we're with Kimberly Schultz, the author of the children's book series, the Star Pals book series. So let's just get it rolling here. Kimberly Schultz, welcome to A Call to Actions. Well, I am honored to be able to um, share the journey of how the Star Pals came to be and the goals and vision of what the Star Pals are, what they represent, and how they can impact the children. Um, I just, I'll say the, um, it's a series of seven children's books before we get started on how we, the journey progressed and the vision um, came about. It's seven books based on seven virtues. Each book um, introduces the child to nine different scenarios where they can practice the virtue and encourage them and inspire them to get creative with each virtue. Okay. Thank you for answering that. That's actually what I was going to ask you. Um, but so, you know, seven, kind of a special number. I think uh, to our listeners, definitely a special number. Um, so what made you want to write The Star Pals? Yes, that is a very interesting question because I didn't sit down and come up with the idea. This all started in 2006. Um, I began, and I, ha I still do to this day, each morning I was inspired before I get out of bed, before I have any more thoughts, I squeeze them out of my mind and I ask God, how can I most efficiently and effectively be your hands and feet today? And ever since that day and, and, and all the way up till, you know, waking up this morning, I've asked that question. Um, Many miracles have been set before me because I've asked that question. And not shortly after I began asking that question each morning, I was out running. Uh, it was the middle of the day. This was on the boardwalk in Huntington Beach at the time. And I heard God speak very clearly to me. And he said, I need to speak to my children, all of my children. I'm getting choked up because I'm just recalling the memory of how it was a very emotional yeah. um, experience. Um, I just started crying. I was like, you know, yes, I feel 
um, the weight on God's heart that he wants to speak to the little children, but there's so much distraction in the world. There's a lot of noise. And I just said, yes, you know, whatever it is that you want me to do, I'll do it. I had no idea what I was signing up for. I had no idea um, there was a vision. I, I just said, yes, so it's just like a little child. You know, he asked me to help me reach the children. And this is all children, not any particular you know, language or culture. It's all children. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say especially these days, uh, the days that we're living in right now, it's more difficult than ever to focus and uh, even get righteous messages across to children. Um, I mean, we know specifically that media is targeted in a certain way towards different groups of people based on their data. And even children are targeted. There's a, a concept known as neural marketing with the actual psychological study of people's minds in a way to target certain 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 um, media towards those groups of people. But the, the Star Pals started completely independent um, from a message from God, actually. And uh, with these, these seven characters, can, can we go through these seven characters, exactly who they are and what they represent? Yeah, and um, after that day, um, about three days later, I'm pretty sure it was three days later, after I said yes, I didn't know what I was saying yes to. The vision didn't come until three days later where God said, this is, a, this is a series of seven books based on seven virtues. Look up the seven deadly sins and you know, find an exact opposite or positive in that direction. And that's how the books, the books were named. So that same day that he gave me that vision and that mission to um, name the Star Pals, um, they, that's when they were born. Basically, the vision was born. Um, so you have Patty Patience, Corey Kindness, Haley Humble, Tommy Truth, Sherry Sharing, Toby Thankful, and Livy Love. And these are all seven different books. Seven separate books. Yes. If you want, if you're listening live and you want to look at the website and actually look through, there's a um, you can click on look inside each book and you can actually see three different illustrations, and uh, you know the pages with the uh, vocabulary. Um, it's www the t h e star s t a r pals p a l s dot com or the star pals dot com star pals dot com you can also go we have a facebook page called the star pals series it's a facebook page okay mm -hmm. all right um so can you walk me through a little bit starting from the beginning patty patience and what what she represents well, before we get into the um, details of each book, I'd like to give you a little bit more background on how the books even came to be in print, because it was quite a journey. Um, it took four and a half years to get this completed, and I had a lot of challenges along the way because it, it was um, my book coach and I would get together. We would come up with nine different ideas on how we could share with the children, give them inspiring um, scenarios where they could relate to it. Things like, you know, Patty, it's 
waiting in line, being patient while you're in a car, mom's on the phone, things that kids interact with on a daily basis. So what happened was it took, we didn't get completed until we got, we found the last illustrator, which was the fifth illustrator. So it took four and a half years to complete. And I wanted to, um, to share how we found Matthew. He was our final illustrator. And I, my, my book coach at the time, she was, uh, her her friends had bought her a pilgrimage to is to Israel to Jerusalem. She mm-hmm. did a pilgrimage for like eleven days, I believe it was, and she was on a, on her flight back, and she met Matthew. Um, they were they just started chatting about things. She at the time um, we were looking for our you know illustrator to complete it, and they just started talking and found out that he had just graduated with, you know, like a design background. So he knew how to work with the illustrator program. And she just said, you know, are you willing to maybe, you know, take this on? And he said, well, let's give it a shot. So we started, you know, down the journey and every week we would meet over Skype because he was from London. Mm -hmm. He was on his, um, she was, you know, on the flight back from, I guess maybe, I'm not sure maybe it came through London and he was coming to California to live in Northern California I never met Matthew we did Skype calls um, from first from California and then he moved back to London but we did Skype calls the entire two and a half years that we worked together so that was a miracle in itself finally finding someone to complete the series meeting him on a plane just happens to be an illustrator you know, just out of school, so he has never done anything like this before. Uh, it was it was a fun journey because each week we met, he would you know we would talk about what we were looking for and our vision on what was happening in each page. Then he would um, some of the illustrations were already done before um, we found him, but he had to also complete some of the books that there was no illustration had been completed at all. So we updated him. And, you know, he was very involved in ideas with, you know, what we came up with and how we would adjust things. It's like maybe it would be better to, you know, come, this idea might be better than the ideas that we already had um, thought through. And so it was, we, we, it was a team, you know, it was really fun to have a team of three where we all, it wasn't just me leading the way, it was all three of us working together to come up with the best scenarios. So after that four and a half year series um, was was actually in print, you know, now we could go forward and, and share. And it just so happens that I went to an event in 2012. It would have been in April 2012. And during that time, I met a person, you know, she fell in love with the books and she said, I, um, I know a very good friend of mine, you know, she's, um, the director of LA Unified's after um, after school program in LA, and she goes, I really think she might be able to work with you on doing something with the books. So she introduces me to her. I go to her house. We sit down. We look at the books, and she falls in love with them. And she goes, I don't know what to do, but let's like let's brainstorm and, and come up with something that we can do together with the kids. So. I said, well, how about I we do a pilot with one of the schools that happened to be in San Pedro, and I'll come up each week and I'll read a book to the kids, and 
maybe we can do like a celebration at the end, a little graduation, invite the parents, and the kids can kind of share, you know, what they liked best about each book. And that was, that was so much fun because, um, you know, I love kids. I don't have any children. Um, you know, I don't have a background in psychology or teaching, but I've always had a, a really strong connection with children and just, they're just so innocent and fun and, you know, just, I just love their creativity level. So we started the, we started the journey each week where I would come in and read the book. I spent about an hour with the kids and it was funny because after the first week, you know, first I would I would come down the hall and hear the kids like, you know, so excitedly screaming, "The author's here! The author's here!" They just couldn't wait to you know just mm-hmm. to, to see the next book. So I would take an hour with the kids. The kids, of course, this is anywhere from like pre-K, kindergarten, first grade, um, maybe. Maybe could have had a couple handful of second graders, but it was somewhere around 20, 25 kids. So I would sit on the floor. I really wanted to make sure they were engaged because the kids have very short attention spans at that age. And, you know, they're, you know, picking at each other and they're all distracted. So I'm sitting on the floor and the kids, you know, as I'm reading, they're like scooting themselves closer and closer to the point where they're almost in my lap um, because they were having so much fun with it but what I did is I was I told them I said I would I would read a page I'm gonna read a couple pages and then pay attention because I'm gonna ask you questions and if you answer the questions you're gonna get a star for your treasure chart the treasure chart is is at the end of each book where the star pal is encouraging them to earn stars like they're earning stars so they can acknowledge their good deeds and encourage more and they're in action. stars based on these virtues like patience, kindness, yes. humbleness, truth, sharing, thankfulness, and love. Yep. So as they have each book shows them examples, like nine different examples, then they can also come up with their own creative ways to do patience. So what I would do each week is I would read the book every single page I would ask questions I would get them engaged they would earn stars they all had their own chart and and I would ask them at the end I said okay so come back next week and before we start the next book I'm gonna ask you questions I'm gonna see what you did through the week and it was very engaging um, and the kids had a blast with it we had a lot of fun I actually saw transformation in some of the kids I remember one of the little girls she was so painfully shy that she wouldn't even give eye contact at first and I would say by the second or third book she was jumping up and down and asking questions and answering questions Hmm. so it was a really really fun experience um, each book and then at the end we um, did a graduation the idea was to earn the um, there's a star pals button it's called an I am a star a star pal it's a button. It's supposed to be for accountability. Like a pin that you clip onto your shirt, right? Yep. Okay. So the, the goal was to get every kid to get to fill up their chart completely with stars. So you've got seven days of the week and seven different characters, you know, seven different virtues, and they're going to earn 
49 stars. So over an eight-week period, they had you know time to fill that up. You know, of course, that would be their parents putting the star there when they did their good deeds and whatever they would earn in the classroom. And, you know, not everyone received the star pal button, but some, a lot of people did. And the whole idea behind the star pal accountability button is uh, if you are, your behavior is in alignment with the star pals and the virtues, then you get to wear your button. See, those are the kind of kids that I would want to grow up to be the real peace officers out there right <laughs> so that button's kind of like a badge of the virtue it's a badge of honor hey, I, got, I, have, I think i think um the fraternal order of police should be required to read the star pals books and and acquire that star pals button by uh completing their treasure chart that should just be required by the police forces well keep in mind when god said yeah, all children he, he he meant all children like it doesn't matter what age they are so the kids can teach the parents so there's no age limit here on anyone practicing patience kindness humility truth sharing being thankful and and loving it reaches everyone but it's aimed at starting with the children because the earlier you lay the foundation for you know strong building and, and strengthening social emotional learning skills you know, that creates a foundation of character that influences not only, you know, their growth, but their siblings, their parents, their classmates, you know, their community. It, it really has this big outreach or ripple yeah. that it can have when you build a character in a child at a young, young age. So if the world's coming at them with negativity or, you know, inappropriate behavior they can say you know what that doesn't really feel that good i'd rather you know i'd rather practice the virtues because it makes my heart feel good and the idea behind that is if if we're asking the children how does it feel you know when you do an act of patience how does it feel when you do an act of kindness it feels good so it's really easy to encourage them and there's no don'ts in these books it's all do's it's all inspiration and ideas of how you know you can get outside um, of just someone telling you what to do but then you taking upon yourself to be creative to do something that could positively impact someone around you yeah uh, it to all just tuning in on uh, rumor mill news at our, at our live player on a call to actions.com we're here with the star pals children's book series author Kimberly Schultz uh, discussing her books, seven books, based on seven virtues. These are children's books also. They're they're fully, completely illustrated. They're not just all words. They're completely illustrated on every page, color illustrated. Uh, very, very high-quality books. Um, so so let, me, let me ask a brief question here. Is... Would all children benefit from the Star Pals, or do you think that the Star Pals could be, you know, could be funneled to certain organizations, or who do you think really deserves the Star Pals, or who could benefit from the Star Pals? Well, the Star Pals um, really can—you can start reading to your children as newborns, and and it pretty much, I would say, the age group 
Um, it's probably anywhere from newborn to first grade. Cause just they're starting to read in first grade. I mean, you can continue on into second grade, but there's a lot of reading words in here. And we'll go over some testimonials from some of the parents, but mm. there are reading words in there so they can learn to read with them. Um, our overall goal really is to get these in, you know, as many languages as possible because any child, these are everyday circumstances that children are going to run into. It doesn't, mm -hmm. it's beyond culture, it's beyond language, it, it's virtues that can reach all children. Um, our goal is, uh, of course, to reach as many children worldwide. Of course, we're only in English at the moment, but... Um, the overall goal is to reach as many children as possible if we could do that through whatever group. You know, we want to get it written into curriculum so the schools are using it on a daily basis. That'd be great. Um, into the churches, into any group that's focused on children, mm -hmm. after school programs, um, you know, charter schools, mm -hmm. any, any, any school um, for sure because mm -hmm. it could easily be written into curriculum. Yeah, it appears to me that uh, based on you know a child's conduct at home or somewhere, uh, that a child may benefit from just one book in itself. Say, if a child is uh, is struggling with telling the truth or being nice, you know, they could get uh, the parents could buy Tommy Truth and Corey Kindness. But honestly, I would, I, I think. The full set is a great deal. How much is the full set? And uh, they can buy them directly from you, right? Yeah. If you go to the website and you hit the contact us button, you'll see an email address. What's that website again? Again, that's thestarpals.com. Mm -hmm. If you go to the contact us page, you can either fill out a little form. That will go to my email, which is Kimberly, K-I-M-B-E-R-L-E-E, -E -E, at thestarpals.com. That will come directly to me, and depending on how many sets of books you want. Um, what I like to do is get the child's name so I can dedicate the book personally, and that has mm -hmm. a lot more meaning to a child when they have it directly from the author. Uh, the set of seven is $50. That includes one treasure chart. If they want to get an individual book, it would be $10. So it's either, you know, with the set, you get a discount of $7 per book. It includes a chart. An individual book would be $10. The chart would be separate. Um, but you could reach me directly with any ideas. If you have you know, a group that you want to reach out to and do something like I did with the pilot, we could do something over Zoom. I didn't have to do it in person. If you're local in the Ohio area, northern Ohio, I could possibly come into the classroom and read to the ch children just like yeah. I did at the pilot. Okay. There's really no you know, limit to what we can do with this. So if there's teachers that you know that might be interested in this. Babysitters. I think yeah, babysitters, I mean, that'd be great. If there's anyone, any, you know, like I said, churches, yeah. anybody that you have, I'm willing to work with and, and do and structure something that would work for a group. Um, like I said, in person over Zoom, it's something I could record and then, you know, send to them. So we're really open to what we can do. Um, I just want um, people to understand that it, it's it's really about building social emotional empowerment skills in the children, and I wanted to continue just sharing a little bit more about what we did with the um, after school program. Um, they were so impressed with that um, 
pilot that they asked me to teach 30 of their after-school program workers to do what I did. So they could take the books, they could start working with the children with the books, and it was a really interesting because after they you know asked me to do that, I was like, of course, that makes sense. Like, let's take this to the next level. And I was scared because I was like, wow, what did I just sign myself up for? You know, how am I qualified? I'm, you know, I'm not a teacher. Now I'm sharing with, you know, basically teachers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm not a mom. I don't have a psychology background in children. And I was, you know, I don't do public speaking. I've never done anything like this before. And I'm going to teach this three and a half hour workshop. I'm going to lead this workshop with these 30 after school program workers. And I was scared. (laughs) I was like, I'm like, what did I sign myself up for? I remember where I was at the time. I was at work and... Um, I was in the break room, you know, doing some things. God just clearly spoke to me and said, Kimberly, I qualified you. Is that not enough? And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's enough. That's enough. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we fast forward to, I'm, you know, prepared for this workshop and I'm driving up to LA and I had a lot of people praying for me and, you know, I get there. And of course, when God's hands on it, everything was beautiful and, Everything came together better than expected. Um, I cried all the way home just because I was, it was such a relief, you know, to be able to deliver something that was beautiful and the outcome was beautiful because that three and a half hour workshop, what we did is we worked with all that, we come up, we brainstormed ideas, um, which led to like a three page um, Word document that had all these different ideas. It was like a three part check-in um, then there was like all these activities that we would come up with with how they could you know vocabulary words whatever they could do to take the books and apply that in an after-school program in a curriculum whatever all these ideas came about so I have that actually on the website there is a um, there is a button for teachers mm-hmm and if they scroll down, they'll see the chart, they'll see the accountability button, and they can actually download a free copy, and you click on the icon, and it'll share all the information that came out of that workshop. So now we have something where you are, there's already ideas to share and to build upon. So a lot of beauty came out of that workshop. And also I just wanted to mention, that's when, um, the, if you go to Seed News, S-E-E-D News, that's a little button on the website. That's called Social Emotional Empowerment Development. That is basically what developed through that pilot, the graduation, the, the three and a half hour workshop. Is that, that whole vision came about as something you know bigger than you know, it was at the time, it was just kind of developing in its own organic way. Mm -hmm. So if anybody wants to read through that, um, what I shared, kind of our bigger end goals is to, again, I mentioned curriculum, to develop products that continue to get the children interactive, like board games and cartoons, um, to go into philanthropy, to use this as you know, maybe raising money for charity. There's a lot of different things that we can do. A Star Palace cartoon would be great. I mean, the books, just just reading the books 
is like watching a cartoon, though, in my opinion. It is. One of the things I wanted to bring up um, with Toby Thankful, there's a lot of really, if you wanted, if you go, just go to the home page, you can read um, each, click on the home button. Each book is displayed there with all the different scenarios. It's in each book. Mm-hmm. You can click on a look inside and see mm-hmm. the actual pages. And one of the things I, I loved about Toby Thankful's book is he, all the star pals come together in collaboration and they are using their own individual gifts and they're putting on a little concert, if you will, to raise money and donations, charitable donations, to get to give to other children. So the idea is to think big here, not just do good deeds every day because it's the right thing to do, but you know, use your gifts and use your talents to collaborate with other children or collaborate with an idea and and you know it's endless what you could do with that you could create your own charity you could um, just get i you know even a neighborhood type thing um, together where you could work with other children to come up with something so the idea is really to think big here um, and get the children to understand each choice makes an impact whether it's you know one that's positive or one that's negative, and hopefully we'll choose a positive choice, a positive virtue, and then that there's it's endless on on the ripple that can that can make again on yourself, your family, your friends, your schoolmates, your community. It's about thinking, you know, reminding ourselves that every choice we make does make an impact, and to get children to think, you know, and feel how awesome it is to, to choose a virtue in, in a positive way and be creative in, in a day, on a daily basis. This, sounds, this stuff seriously should be taught in schools. I mean, me growing up, we weren't taught this stuff. You know, we were, we were lectured when we did something bad. But an actual class or an hour taken out, an hour and a half, two hours taken out of the school day to actually, um, you know, create a, a sub part of the class based on these virtues would be, I think, I think teachers and parents would see an extraordinary effect um, and change in their children. The, the possibilities sound endless. It really is. And, and, and the whole idea of the chart too is to get acknowledgement and that, you know, kids love to get acknowledged for doing things because, you know, then they know, you know, there's a, there's like this little sense of pride, like, wow, you know, mom and dad acknowledged that I did a good thing and I got a star for it. And who doesn't like getting stars, right? And, <laughs> and you know, parents acknowledging that you're doing something good. So first you're, you're doing something good and your parents are acknowledging you and are happy for you. I mean, that's really good on the emotions itself is the parents acknowledging your good deeds. Uh, that I could see how that would really help with uh, childhood depression. And other emotional issues. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, children love to get acknowledged for things, mm-hmm. and it makes them feel, it encourages them to do more things, you know, to get that acknowledgement. So as the star chart, I mean, the treasure charts on the refrigerator, everybody yeah. gets to see all the good deeds that <laughs> your child has done. They can, you know, get excited about getting a star, and you can use it as a reward system. Say they want to go to the beach, or they want to go to a museum, or 
you know, they want to do something out of the ordinary that they don't get to do on a daily basis or whatever. I mean, a trip to the toy store to get a toy. It's something that you can use, you know, to help the children say, okay, I'm going to be accountable and I'm going to have to earn so many stars before we can, you know, do. And then when they go to mm -hmm. go and get the reward, then it's like this sense of like, I earned that, you know, I didn't just get this because I wanted it. It was like, I earned that because I did all these good deeds. Right. It's, it's, it, humble. Uh, I didn't really know what humbleness was until, like seriously, until I was about 20 years old, to be honest. If a kid was taught what humbleness is, wouldn't that be great? I do want to share a couple testimonials with you. And one of them was okay. a book review that um, it's kind of long. So I'll just, I'll just cover the part um, about... Right. Haley Humble, because I thought it was sweet. All right. Who, who sent this? Um, I, it's a book review, but I don't recall the person who did it. It was an at-home mom. She okay. was an educator. But she you, have, you have her, her quote, though. Yeah. If you go on testimonials, it's the one at the very end. She said, as a home-educating mom of three young children, I believe that in addition to their traditional education, it's equally important for my husband and I to install values and virtues into their daily life. It can be difficult, particularly for children, to fully comprehend the reasoning or meaning of being patient, kind, humble, honest, thankful, and sharing with others. She said, therefore, I was particularly interested in reading the Star Pals children's book series with them. Um, they, she actually read uh, Patty Patience and Haley Humble. Um, she said, I appreciate how the author successfully introduced one virtue in each book and shows it in practice through a day in the life of each you know child and mm -hmm. the star friends the illustrations are colorful and appealing to young children I also appreciate the larger text because my eldest son age six was able to practice his new reading skills cool. by reading along with me this was so cute what she said about um, uh, Patty patient she said yeah. it's a story of a much-needed virtue particularly for this weary mom and her children little Patty patience is the first of the seven star, star pals and I love the practical scenarios that apply to many real-life families for example it seems that in my home anytime I have to make a phone call that my children decide they need to talk particularly loud and endlessly seek my attention <laughs> um, I was one of those kids <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Patty demonstrates how she does not interrupt her mother on the phone, but she is yeah. patiently painting with her brother at her side. She said, my children were fully engaged with this story, and particularly this example, and asked questions about how to be patient like Patty. In fact, two days later, while I was on an important phone call, my children were suspiciously quiet. <laughs> when my call was finished, I went to check on them, and they were playing in their room with their toys. They looked up and nonchalantly said, are you done with your call? We were being patient. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Star Pals. Yeah. <laughs> so I just thought, wow. I, I were, it's, it's funny how quickly the children will pick up on it and actually start applying it. I, I remember before Patty Patience was even in the final form when she was in um, the first form. I mm -hmm. actually wasn't in print yet. I just yeah. shared the story with my friend, um, very good friend who had two three and a half year old twin boys. She read the book one time. The next day she called me, she goes, what have you done to my kids? I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, I read the book one time. They didn't even have the book in illustration, I just read it. She goes, the next day they were in the car, 
buckled in their seats, hands pressed into their lap, and she's like, what are you doing? And this is one illustration <laughs> with the kids. Yeah. She's like, what are you guys, two, three and a half year boys, okay? Dang. Uh, they're going, practice patience like Patty. And I'm like, oh my gosh, one read. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so they get it right away. Um, because it's simple and it's something they can relate to. I said, in each, there's very powerful lessons in here. Um, one again uh, on core kindness is um, one on bullying. And that's something that comes up a lot. I'd and say. he goes he goes a step further. You know, typically in a bully situation, um, the bully is wrong. The other person's upset because they were bullied, and kind of like nobody wins. Mm-hmm. In this scenario, they are on the playground. You know, bully's taking a the ball away from a little girl. Yep. Everybody's upset. Corey sees what's going on. He invites everyone to play together. So he brings an extra ball. And instead of making the bully wrong, and, and, and he just brings everyone together and says, you know what, we can all play kindly and, and calmly together. So now the bully feels better because, you know, he's got a ball, they've got yeah, a ball. So the bully just, you know, didn't know what else to do besides steal someone else's ball uh, because he just didn't have one. But uh, no, that, that's a, that's a way better approach than, you know, pr- you know, pretty much incarcerating the bully. How about you know, utilize resources equally, and everyone can benefit. Yeah, and it's just a neat idea because now you plant that seed, as in there's a different choice here. It's not just right or wrong. You win, I lose. Instead, it's like you know what? How about we get creative in this piece? How about we can be we can we can play together? It's okay. We don't you don't have to be wrong. Just to, I forgive you for taking the ball. Yeah. I got another ball. How about we play together? And, and that which book is that? That's Corey Kindness. Corey Kindness. That's cool. one of nine you know scenarios. He's also being we, we try to also bring in elements of being good to the earth, being kind to the earth. So there's one page where he's um, with his little star dog and he's picking up um, cans and things and litter off the beach. It's, all, it's you know, it's ideas like that as well. Um, I, I do wanted to share another um, example uh, on Haley Humble. This is the same um, book review. A uh, testimonial? Yeah. Okay. Haley Humble is a delightful book to teach children about humility. The examples are age appropriate for young children, and it empowers them to follow the example of their favorite star pals. After learning how Haley Humble was grateful for her toys and wanted to share with other children, my own kids thought it would be nice to donate some of their favorite books to an upcoming AMVETS book drive. Wow. So again, these are planting seeds to get creative, not just read it and maybe, you know, read a book. It's like read the book, engage with the book, earn stars, apply it in your life, get creative with how you can go above and beyond the nine examples and and really think about it like the whole reason it's called a treasure treasure chart is it's like a treasure hunt. How can I find ideas and creative ways to apply these virtues from one moment to the next on a daily basis? It becomes fun. 
It's like, how can I, I'm looking for ways to do this. So it's not just read the book, think of the examples and do those examples. Do that and get creative and look for ways to do this every day. So then it's like a little treasure hunt for ways to practice the virtues throughout the day. Awesome, awesome. That sounds great. Uh, are, there, are there anything, or is there anything else you'd like to say, or how do people contact you again? Again, uh, the website is thestarpals.com. You can go to the contact button and either fill out the little form at the bottom, or my email is right there in the contact page. You can email me directly. I am open to the possibilities of what we can do together. It's a global outreach. Um, if you have ideas yourself or you have ideas that you want to pass on to someone else, uh, I am open and available to any, any and all ideas on how we can move this forward. You know, right now we have the treasure chart and the seven books. We have the PDF with all the ideas that came through from the workshop. And we're ready to build this into curriculum. I, I know LA um, Unified worked with at least 700 kids. So I know at least 700 children in the LA area um, were using them. Nice. I've had, um, there was a first grade teacher that told my sister and my mom how there are a lot of um, teachers that have to do these kinds of things, the socio-emotional um, positive type things, activities build that into their curriculum. This is a really awesome way to have something already done, ideas, examples to build that. And if I can help, you know, if we can take this to a next step, you know, I, I'm ready to do that. All right. Yeah, so anybody out there who's a teacher who wants to teach your your children, your students, you know, they're, they're your, uh, your second home children, uh, students, be. these different um, virtues, uh, anybody, anybody out there, babysitters, uh, church groups, anyone that uh, believes that children really deserve a new perspective and could benefit from the benefits of patience, kindness, humbleness, truth, sharing, thankfulness, and love, go to thestarpals.com. That is Kimberly Schultz, the author's website for the Star Pals children's book series of seven virtues kimberly schultz thank you for being on a call to actions yes and and um, we'll follow up um over time as more things develop so if we have more resources for you or we can give more examples of how you know the books what they're doing right now and then any kind of programs that are out there that it could make it easier for teachers and such um you know we're here for you and I just, you know, at the end of the day, this wasn't my idea. I want to give the glory to God because I asked to be hands and feet. He asked me to help with the children. I said yes. Um, it took four and a half years, but it was his vision. I'm the hands and feet of it. I'm honored to be called the author because it wasn't my idea. It was God's idea. It was God's right. idea. But I'm honored to continue to move forward to be hands and feet. And at the end of the day, this is about the children. So our children are our precious resource. They are our future. Anything we do to invest in their future now and moving forward, it's, it's my honor to be part of this. 
All right, go to thestarpals.com to access the Star Pals book series. You're listening to A Call to Actions. Thank you guys for listening. Tune in next time.